Time for our business news with Anandaki. Tenakwe Anan and senior citizens are struggling to keep up with the rising cost of living. Kia ora mani, yes, rising inflation is hitting retired New Zealanders hard, with many unable to afford a no frills standard of living on superannuation alone. An annual retirement guidelines expenditure report by Massey University shows a modest retirement lifestyle cannot be maintained by government pension payments alone. Financial Advice Chief Executive Katrina Shanks says the annual inflation adjustment to government super is based on the previous year's rate of just under 6% rather than the current rate of 7.3%. On top of that, we know that the the retirees also have a different configuration of expenditure to the CPI goods and services, so they're actually much worse off um, than the 7.3% CPI because their spenders um, proportionally different to what's in the CPI basket. Katrina Shanks says most New Zealanders will aspire to a better standard of living in retirement than be supported by superannuation alone and will need savings to make ends meet. So the report is um, quite confronting for many people who haven't started saving yet for retirement and who need to. We've got to really start focusing on how we save, where we save and how much we contribute and what our commitment is. The report indicates a basic no-frills lifestyle will cost a single person in a metro area about 20% more than someone in a provincial area. A local aerospace company says firms could head overseas as frustration mounts over the slow pace of regulatory change. It comes as the government announced a review of the country's space policy and extra funding for the Civil Aviation Authority. The chief executive of New Zealand Dutch company Dawn Aerospace, Stephen Powell, says lack of resourcing at the CAA has meant the industry is getting bogged down in paperwork as they test their vehicles to new heights. He says with other countries like Australia now looking to play a greater role in the space sector, companies could be tempted to look overseas. I mean, the fear is real. I think there's already some people talking about it. Um, you know, we have seriously also looked at doing flight testing in Australia because if we just can't make things work here, that's our our nearest option. I mean, the same is true for the States. You know, there's many great places that we could go to flight testing in the States. But I don't think any of the companies in New Zealand want to do that. It's it's a real pain to have to go, you know, do your flight testing offshore. It's logistically very difficult. It's unnecessarily expensive. Why not do it here? That's Dawn Aerospace Chief Executive Stephen Powell. The country's medicinal cannabis industry is hoping change is on the horizon as the government looks to consult on legislative kinks that the sector says is holding it back. The New Zealand Cannabis Council says it's been told that consultation on the medicinal cannabis scheme is due in about a month's time. The industry has long complained that excessive red tape under the scheme is preventing it from becoming a viable export sector. The council's executive director, Sally King, hopes the review is wide-ranging in order to help the various businesses that operate in the space. There's about three or four things um, that are really critical to us. The first is around low-dose CBD. The second is around um, what we may put on and around the plants, the pesticides and other things. And the third, probably the most critical, is the export settings, what we need to, um, to manage for export. That's the Medicinal Cannabis Council Executive Director, Sally King. 
The Reserve Bank of Australia is set to keep the pressure on to tame inflation as it meets this afternoon. The central bank is widely expected to raise bench raise its benchmark rate by another 50 basis points to 2.35%. Australian consumer prices hit 6% in the 12 months ended June and is expected to hit 7% soon. ANZ Australian economist Catherine Birch says there's still a lot of momentum behind Australian inflation, meaning the RBA has plenty of work left to do before it starts to cool. I think it's in 2023 that we'll start to see more of a a growth slowdown. Uh, We're expecting the RBA to take rates above 3% by the end of this year, which would be in restrictive territory. So we see GDP growth slowing below trend by the end of 2023. But that is still some time away and it's going to take some time to actually slow demand growth, particularly given that potential demand is so far above actual activity at the moment, given the constraints. Catherine Birch says the RBA has to strike a balance between cooling demand within the economy without tipping it into recession. Well, time now for an update from the markets, and we're joined by Michael Grace from Jardin Securities. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, Anan. Uh, let's start off there with the New Zealand share market. How are we looking today? Well, uh, the US equity markets were closed overnight. However, the European markets closed lower on Russian gas flow concerns. And after the first two hours of trading today, the NZX50 is down 8 points or 0.06% to 11,612. Of today's movers, Pacific Edge is leading the way up 2% to 50 cents. Ryman Healthcare and Genesis Energy are both up 1.35% to $9 and $2.97 respectively. Conversely, Vista Group is down 1.7% to $1.72 and E-Road is down 2% to $1.45. Well, we heard earlier the, the Reserve Bank of Australia interest rate decision this afternoon. How has the Australian 200 opened? Well, shortly after the open, the ASX 200 is up 25 points or 0.37% to 6,877 points bet. uh, Holding is up 4.5% to $2.28. Elsewhere, the resources sector is open strongly with Fortescue Metals up 2% to 1674 Oz Minerals is also up 2% to $26.20, sorry, while Magellan Financial Group is in the red today, down 4.5% to 11.85. Okay, how's the New Zealand dollar looking? The Kiwi dollar's strength is mixed today and is currently buying 61.04 US cents, 89.59 Australian cents, 52.75 British pence, 61.34 Euro cents, 85.71 Japanese yen and 4.22 Chinese yuan. And finally, interest rates, oil and gold. The 90-day bank bill is down one basis point to 3.54%. Brent crude is at 95.74 a barrel. And gold is at 1,713 US an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Michael Grace from Jardin Securities with our markets update. And another business news, an Australian skincare company has pleaded guilty to making unsubstantiated claims about the properties of its sunscreen products. The Commerce Commission brought the charges against Ego Pharmaceuticals after a Consumer New Zealand investigation found the sun protection factor claims, also known as SPF, about two of its products did not hold up under testing. 
Ego pulled the products from distribution in 2019. The case is still before the court and the penalty is yet to be determined. New sunscreen, new sunscreen standards come into force later this week, which will impose a stricter marketing rules on the supplier of sun care products. And uh, we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Marnie, that is business.